Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode uh, of the Flats and Shanks podcast. Whoa, 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 we we whoa, had a week whoa, off last week. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, no, you we do not sound like Andrew Cotter. Um, oh Where's God, Cotter you know Snotter what? Gone? Cotter Snotter. I downloaded that cold. for the flight home and I blimmin' forgot to listen to it. What a muppet. Oh, unlucky. How was it? Well, I would go back and listen to it after this. And okay. It will cheer you up from your holiday blues. Yep. But his new, his new nickname is Cotter Snotter because he's always got cold and his colds last for a long time. You know why? He doesn't He don't eat enough. He's too thin. Yeah, he he looks thin. And he looks like he has a really healthy diet, but he doesn't. He's just Atkins. Mm. Doesn't eat beef, as we talked about last week on the right. podcast. But yeah. he doesn't eat enough vegetables. And his partner told me that. She said, God, oh. when you get Andrew on the podcast, can you please... Just try and persuade him to eat a bit more broccoli and some runner beans. Funny how you mentioned that, right? We're going to get on to other stuff in a minute. But yesterday, I mean, I'm in Bath now, in my house. Uh, but yesterday morning, 24 hours ago, I was on the front stoop of our cottage in Cape Town at Boschendale. And I was having coffee with Skulk oh. Brits and, Mike, and Michael Clarsons. Now, classy, Skulk Brits is in amazing shape. Classy is in every bit as good shape as he was when he played, and he his physique was immaculate when he played. And he wasn't one of those guys who's like, oh, look at me accidentally putting a picture of myself looking immax on Instagram. He wasn't that guy. He was just naturally freaky, and he doesn't didn't and doesn't ever eat vegetables or fruit, ever. But his poos really hurt. I know, it's weird. He's the healthiest-looking guy. Does loads of exercise, fit as a flea. Has to give poos. Uh, Has to give birth to poos. (laughs) (laughs) He must take pills, like supplements, like super greens or something like everyone used to take. When they came round to your your little um, villa, house, bungalow, um, Mm. did you like order a big Chinese in, like Big John? (laughs) Kung Pu prawns, bosh, sweet and sour, Peking chicken, bosh. You can you can imagine, Tommy, how often on social media people send those links to me thinking no one's ever sent one to me before. Like, I must love that guy because we're both heavier than we probably should be. We both like food. I'm not saying I don't like the guy. I'm a great guy and all that. I don't laugh at the Bosch bit. I don't find it funny. I don't. I'm not hating on him. Like, I want him to be incredibly successful and everyone loves him, but... Like I don't, I don't see what's funny about that. I get sent it about twice a week from random people. So please Who don't hear this and send it, it to me. I yeah, which I, we all we all find different stuff funny, but I'd rather, you know, Gervais Sessions, yeah, Partridge, <laughs> um, um, <laughs> Izard, <laughs> uh, Roy Bremner, Bremner. Oh yeah. God, wonder what his impression um, of me would be like. Um, I, but, I'm going to listen to the Cotter Budgie one. sends them to me. Matthew Bennett sends me them all the time because he's a big, big Chinese fan. Like, if he's... Yeah. He doesn't do much home cooking. If he does, it's beige. Um, so you're talking... He once had a big chicken Kiev and he couldn't train because it was so big. Massive chicken Kiev. And that was his excuse. But Remember Tomo? You know Tomo. He's found CrossFit he, now, so he's all right. Oh, right. That's all right, yeah. Um, he'd be right then. Um 
Tomo used to call chicken Kiev chicken white socks because it looked like chicken Kevin and all the Kevs used to wear white socks with their jeans. Mm. Some still do. That's it. Um, so Cotter, I'm going to listen to it. I'm I'm really excited to listen to it. Um, Realistic, I'll listen to it tomorrow now because I'm getting the train to London. Um, but how was it for you? Yeah, it was good. It's very good. I mean, it's like, it was like a second or third date is how I explain it. Yeah, because we knew each other <laughs> and, <laughs> but we were still sort of exploring each other's boundaries. Um, likes, dislikes. Um, but I can see, I can certainly see a spark there. So be wary, Dave. So up your game. No, that's good. That's what I'm trying to say to you. No, it's good. But he knows that if he gets too good at it one day, I'll physically, I'll physically attack him. And there's, unless, unless he beats me over the first realistically 30 metres now, not 40, I've only got to catch him once. Mm-hmm. Defo. You might be able to blow really hard and knock him over. Yeah, just growl at him and his hands will crumble or something. Before He's not I that mean, thin. We shouldn't body shame. He's in great shape. He's a very fit man. He goes on long walks. So just He's incredibly yeah, strong as well. Wiry strength. He has. Yeah, you can tell. You can. He tell. has like um, Walker strength, Rambler. Rambler strength, Rambler's arm. Yeah. He's got. He's got Rambler's glute. I. He's, do you know? He's got Blackberry picking. He's got Blackberry picking <laughs> bicep. <laughs> he's got. He's got. Um, he's got asparagus jumping quads. He's, asparagus <laughs> thumb. He's got. <laughs> he's got beetroot tries. Anyway, throw beetroot obliques. Lap. <laughs> yeah, um, I just someone I don't understand. Again, I kind of love him, but I don't understand. Is uh, Mark Wahlberg? It's one of those guys who I think just loves to tell everyone he's in the gym at two in the morning or whatever it is, three in the morning or four in the morning. It's like, mate, I you look in amazing shape for your age, but I bet if you went to Cape Town with me to a restaurant that I went to. I went to a restaurant that James Metcalf, actually our old mate yeah. from Diageo, recommended, text me and said, go to Carney. And I was going to go to this place. It wasn't a bad but, 10, uh, Dave. wasn't a bad 10. In his day, in his day. Um, wasn't a good one either. He was a barrel, no, he was a barrel. Um, Jamie Roberts recommended a place called The Fat Butcher, which I booked into without realising it was 45 minutes each way from our first hotel. And I said, right, I'll cancel that so they don't lose the money on my booking and then I'll rebook it when we're at the ho- our second hotel was 15 minutes away from it and by the time we got there it was full so I couldn't go anyway I went to this place called Carney on, on Clouf and this place called Coof Street and holy jamoli Tommy it was lovely um, and I'm now trying to remember what we were talking about yeah Mark Wahlberg if he had gone to Carney on Carney on Clouf whatever it was called with me in Cape Town he would not have been he wouldn't have had the same crack as me with all the food I had. He wouldn't have gone double beef starters and mains. He wouldn't have, you know, smacked a lovely bottle of red that I heard the two really clever looking blokes next to me saying was amazing. So I just copied them and ordered that. It was really nice. Yeah. He just, you know what I mean? Is How much fun is he to go out with? Did Which restaurant did you go to where you rode the animal before you ate it? I went to this place called Black Sheep. That was good. That there's was there's good. a photo of you online riding a horse. <laughs> yeah, mate. I sent a message on the group saying three horses died at the Grand National and one in Boschendale. <laughs> one in Boschendale. I went to uh, do a thing once with Land Rover, a filming thing with Zara Phillips at their house. And obviously the stables are next to their house. And um, we went to play with the horses and whatever and le- led this horse around. And I was like, God, oh, can we give me a set? I'm just... I think old hay fever's kicking in. And it was then I realised that I'm actually allergic to horses. And then I did another thing with horses for um, a lunch I'm ho- I host every April. It's this Friday, actually. It's called the Roast Beef Club. Raise a ton of money, hundreds of thousands of pounds every year for military charities. They're legends. And I'm doing it on Friday. But they got me doing this funny thing for a video while I was at the, while I was at the event of me riding. It's like, the oh, God, I'm going to get it wrong. Royal Queen's Guards. Also, but it, it's these amazing yeah. horses, right? And I was like, right, I'm allergic to horses. Don't touch them. Just don't touch them. It'll be fine. Long as I don't touch them. I gave one like a couple of pats on the way out because it was kind of like sidestepping into me. I was like, oh, watch out, mate. Got in my car. I had to pull I had to pull over on Salisbury Plain, boy, on the way home. I was Maybe like, I'm right. in trouble. I had to wait for my antihistamines to kick in. 
because I yeah. like, couldn't see. Um, so I got to this oh. horse riding in Boschendale and I was like, I said to this guy, firstly, mate, I'm allergic to horses real bad. And this lady behind me, this other family came with us and they, she was like, I've got antihistamines in my pocket. Do you want some? And the girls were like, yes, nice one. I was like, oh, uh, it won't work. Take two, it'll work. Didn't work. And, um, and then I said, unfortunately, mate, is there a weight limit? No weight limit. And I said, mate, I'm 130 kilos. No weight limit. Big red. He's good. He'd take two of you. I'm like, mate, please. They know how to do it. Anyway, God rest him. Chafin. <laughs> God rest him. No, oh, he, um, um, we shouldn't right. joke because he did. He he passed an hour later. Anyway, <laughs> how we, are you, boy? How was uh, how was Dubai, please? Yeah, Dubai was good. Uh, we just have to get this out of there straight away. Uh, we have to talk about the the elephant in the room. Neither of us have watched any rugby. Okay, so oh, if you yeah, want if look, you want a rugby, update, we're really sorry. Can we just have you seen the Ollie Woodburn yellow card? Nope. Um, okay. Fine. Nope. Fine. So. Do you know what? I just I got I got home from got to Heathrow no, this fine. morning. No, it was absolutely fine. No, but oh, I could. I thought I thought I've got. We arranged to do this pod at a certain time, mm. and I thought I've got. I was sitting downstairs having a bit of uh, scrambled eggs on toast, and I thought I have now got forty minutes till the pod starts. I could either catch up on a couple of bits and then do the pod, or just get it done so I can go to bed for forty-five minutes while our toddler is napping upstairs, which I'm doing now. So I've literally chosen a kip over prepping. I will watch everything before I arrive at work this weekend, but okay, I've seen nothing at all. So what happened? Um, he it's happened before um, a couple of times. I remember James Hume. It happened to um, he got yellow carded. So. Chris Ashton is sliding in for a try. Ollie Woodburn dives in, and you're not allowed to dive onto a player in play, basically. And yeah. he got yellow carded, which was his second yellow card, so he got red carded. And Twitter has gone absolutely mad. Carl Dixon gave him, by the letter of the law, it is a yellow card. Um, because in open play, you're not allowed to dive on someone who's on the floor. Yeah. Um, but it's torn a lot of people and no one's quite sure. I, I think it's very harsh. I think if if the game is ref to letter of the law, then you're not going to get a good game of rugby. You know, things like feeding in the scrum. You know, there's no way the ball's putting straight. There's there's loads of different situations where you have to have a sympathy, empathy. It's your side entry, isn't it? It's, uh, it's 300 times an but, hour. Yeah, and he's also... He's diving for the line as well. And I think, I, I need to refresh on the rules, but I'm not sure. I think you are you might be allowed to do that when a player is attempting to score a try. Um, otherwise, if a player slides in from five metres out, you can't do anything, can you? Is basically what they're nope. saying. And yep. I'm sure Sam Burgess did it against Scott Williams when Scott Williams was playing for Wales on the left-hand side. Not Sam Burgess. Um, back row. Uh, Bath, seven. Francois Lowe. No. England Underhill. Uh, Sam Underhill. He yeah. did it. Um, so, yeah, um, I think it was harsh. And Jack Noel, uh, Jack Noel has said something online that was the worst ever that. decision. And he's been reprimanded now by the RFU. So, And he's potentially going to get a ban for his last ever game at Sandy Park. Yeah, shit's getting real. Um, but I think he'd be all right, though. I'd, you'd be yeah, quite, so do I. He'd be pretty gutted to get banned for that. Um, yeah. yeah, anyway, so that's the rugby chat over. Um, yeah, I went to Dubai. For oh, by the way, Chris Ashton's a legend. Chris Ashton's yes. a legend. Yep, he has 101 tries scored. What a legend. What a Great class, celebration. What a operator. Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. Like, Do you know he did he, that Contopomi celebration? Contopomi yep. was in the crowd. Did you know that by coincidence? Nope. Yep. Oh, mega. But yeah, cool. he, his lines he runs is like a scrum half. Like he's often yep. in front of the ball, which is fine. Unless it's kicked or there's a ruck, then you have to get back on side. Um, but just his trailing and his support lines, his finishing, mate, unbelievable. I I'm still doing it. it now. Still doing it. I once commentated on a game, and I think it was it was Harlequins. I think it, I guess he was playing for Saris then, Ashy, and um, I the ball got kicked over Marland Yard's head, and Ashy was against Marland Yard, and. 
Marlon Yard didn't run very fast. He basically like was a sort of sixty percent jog back sort of thing. Ashton actually overtook him and I think scored from vague memory. And I just said, look, there's no way of sugarcoating that. That is just lazy from Marlon Yard. That's just a lazy bit of defence. Mm -hmm. how, how quickly does he run when he's got the ball? Like, it's not complicated. And I remember mentioning it to Ashy once at some point. I saw him somewhere and I said, I said that. He goes, mate, it's pretty simple. Whenever, yeah, whenever you've got to get back or you've got the ball, just run as fast as you can every time. And if, you're, if, you're, if your tank's empty, you can't run that quick, which is fine. But just run as fast as you can all the time. And I'm like... Yeah, that's kind of it. So like one of my, obviously the lines and the intelligence and the poacher's instinct, but also he's rapid, mate. Like at yep. his peak, he was absolutely rapid, properly yep. quick. But he looked quick a lot because he was, he went hard, you know, a bit a, a bit sort of like Mike Brown. He was in top gear all the time, you know, like very, like flat out. That's hard as well. You know, that takes yeah. a lot out of you. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, well great stuff. Anyway, Dubai, well done. Well done, Tommy. Yes. So went to Dubai. There was OG Classic, which is a clothing brand. Uh, Gwilym Poole, um, it's his brand. He played golf with Jiffy. Um, I can't remember when, pretty recently. And there was he. they wanted to put on a golf day for Valindra Cancer Charity, which Jiffy is patron president. Um, yeah. Raised an unbelievable amount for it. Um, over in Dubai. So... Got the invite from Jiff and myself, Jiffy, Andy Nick, and Dylan Hartley played in their golf, which was sold out. It was shotgun start. I think they had something like 24, 25 teams. Got two off some of the par fives. And beautiful day. Played with Gwillem, um, yep. who left a lot of balls out there. He wrote his name on him as well. The people will be, it's a good bit of that advertisement really because I reckon he lost 20 balls and people are going to find them I think I really name on there yeah and <laughs> was he that bad I, he, yes he wasn't yeah yeah he was he was one that got worse with alcohol and then <laughs> <laughs> and then Robbie and Boris who were school teachers um who I said should have been club promoters because they turned up with a cooler pack of about 40 beers wow yeah so it was, it was a sociable golf round. So you can drink in Dubai, can you? Sorry, this is a really ignorant question. I've never been. So, mm. yeah. Are there certain places you can drink, certain places you can't, or yeah. you can just drink everywhere? I don't know. Is the answer? But okay. Thank we you. were allowed to on the course, so we did Good to talk. Yep. Um, got a nice bit of OG stash, polo shirts, socks, caps. When I saw OG, I'll be frank with you. I didn't know it was a clothing label. Um, I thought it was. Jiffy's original gangster golf <laughs> No, I did. I thought that is a really street title for something Jiffy's yeah. doing. It's nice though. It's a nice little, nice little subtle brand. Um, well, and we did Q&A after. Raised some money. And then Lovely. next day we, myself, Dylan and Jeff did a, a Q&A at a brunch. And then we enjoyed a drinks package. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Don't know, you just, just get drinks. a band on. You just get a band on your arm and you can you can basically have free drinks forever. Oh god. Yeah. But it was Oh well done, mate. How's Dylan? It was wonderful. Yeah, good. Good. Top bloke. Top bloke. Yeah. Looked in looked in good form. Looked yeah. well. Didn't look like he was His he hair's taking all right now, isn't it? Or anything like that? Yeah. The hair is a bit it's getting there, though. I think that's why he goes to Dubai, because it's the sort of hair that, when it gets wet, will be really obvious, like Jamie Roberts, you know. So <laughs> anything in the sun, anything in the sun is fine. But as soon as you start, it starts to get a little bit wet, <laughs> the telltale signs start showing. You. So it wouldn't, wouldn't, be, wouldn't loud, surprise yeah. me if he had some talc handy somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, flats, you know, for yeah, right. a short and sharp little trip, mate, it was absolutely well perfect. Done. I was good at the golf. Didn't get anywhere near. Like some, someone scored fifty-six points individually in one, which is I don't absolutely know if that's ridiculous. A lot, is it? No, yeah, it's. I mean, you Cheating don't win any bandit. golf day. You don't win any charity golf day with a couple of little gimmies here and there, but that is just unreal. That's flat out cheating. Uh, I'm not. He got booed. I fa I turned the other way when this guy um, got up to <laughs> receive his prize, but saw a couple of. Guys I've met over there, um, the Hoff, Ian, can't remember his surname, but it's like green. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 
um, Greenwood, Green Jizz, something like that. Um, something like that, yeah. But the Hoff, he's the Hoff. And he was over there, Tommy, Tommy, a really long shit joke, um, which bored me to death. Uh, <laughs> and that's all I basically remember from him. Oh, well done, mate. Yep. Well done. Um, um, so tell are me we, about... Are we ever going to go to Dubai together? Trying to I work it I can't play out, golf, mate. though. No, you don't have to. Maybe maybe I could play golf and you could do some sort of um, Olympic weights exhibition. (laughs) (laughs) In the sun, on a stage. How far can I row in 30 seconds? And that'll be my... I tell you what, we could put a little little cheek mic on you and you could talk us through lifting. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what I do is, right, I do not warm up because of the time it saves over the course of a year. Yeah, Um, very true. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do oh, Boschendale, Boschendale, Bosch. Well, yeah, so I went, went, went to South Africa and um, did, yeah, went to Cape Town first, like Cape Town proper. So did, um, went for uh, four or five days, whatever it was, at uh, in central Cape Town. So it's almost like you've got this lovely hotel, which recommended by a friend, Um and also, yeah, and also it turns out my sister-in-law, they went their honeymoon there and it called the Mount Nelson, which was really nice, this massive pink hotel, so it suited me. Um, really central, absolutely lovely. And it's almost like, because we went with all three kids, um, it's like, right, what you got to do is you got to drink this and drink this and drink this and wine tours and stuff. And it's like, look, I know we'd love to do that. And Freya was in the, the booze trade uh, pre-babies and stuff so she sort of knows her stuff and all that but it's like moonshine and we got lots of contacts out there just through the old days but it's like <clears throat> she can't drink because she's pregnant the kids barely drink at all um, on wine tours and the other one's a toddler so it's like actually it would just be me and the kids would be bored senseless so we didn't want to do we didn't do much of that really we went to one vineyard um, when we we're in Cape Town um, but we went to some nice restaurants and we did some cool stuff and we went up ca- uh, Table Mountain on the old revolving um, cable car, which the kids loved. They were desperate to do that. So we did that. We went to see the penguins on Boulders Beach. Well, these are not original things to do, but they're cool things to do. We went in a, mm. we went to Colk Bay and saw the seals and the fresh fish and all that sort of stuff being prepped. And we went to um, a township the name of the township, I can't remember, um, but we met a lady called Mama Yandy who does this, like, she turns waste plastic into art, basically, and she's become, like, this global phenomenon. It's absolutely amazing. It was really, really cool. Um, Do you buy any? Uh, you can't buy any. You make donation when you're there and you take presents for, well, presents, things that the kids will use, the local kids in the township will use, basically. So we did a load of that. We stopped at, a, like, a pound shop in this town sort of thing, and she told us what she wanted, and we got loads of this stuff. Um, and oh, yeah, we got fleeced. No, we got fleeced. Um, they saw us come. We told the, we told drives how much we paid. He's like, what? <laughs> you paid what? Like we paid 60 quid or something. He's like, yeah, that, that is, that's 10 quids worth, mate. Um, like, right, one of the worst yeah. things I've witnessed yeah. is, so just before you carry on, it's relevant. Um, when you get a caddy at a golf course, you, you pay them after basically. And whatever you want to pay, you sort of have a little, conversation with the team how much we're going to pay them you know some people say 30 quid 40 quid whatever it's agreed i pay mine 10 pound extra so i've come across as the great guy yeah um reese blumberg who's a little bit tight didn't want to pay his caddy cash so gave him a macron cardiff blues fleece that he was wearing as payment what yep yep oh my god Mm -hmm. there we are that's all I wanted to that say. Is, that, yep. that is the first time I ever went shooting. I don't do a lot of shooting, but I went shooting. And shoulder. Yeah, and also I'm not I'm just not into it. Um but I went and turned up and it was like drive up here, boys, but leave your cars overnight and we'll come back tomorrow. So we're having a few beers and all that stuff and it was it was very laddish, it was good. And um it did that and there was this guy's come around with me, I'm your loader and I said, Oh cool, like what's what's a loader? Mate. I owed your gun for you. I was like, oh, is it difficult? And everyone laughed at me because I was the only one who didn't know what he was doing. And I was like, no, you pushed that. And I said, oh, I can, oh, I'm all right, mate. I can do that. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, watched you many times at the wreck. And I was like, cool. 
Honestly, mate, I, I feel guilty. You're standing there, not shoot. Why don't you, do you want the gun? You can just shoot if you want. I'm not into shooting, really. No, 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 it's your day. It's your day. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't leave me alone, sort of thing. He's a perfectly nice bloke. And then I made a joke, like we stopped for a slow gin and snap sausage rolls or whatever. And I said, hey, here he is, his shadow, my shadow. Whatever. And they said, well, you know why he's hanging around, didn't you? I said, he's not, a, I, said, I forget I made a hilarious joke. And he, they were like, no, he's there for the, he, he looked and he goes, no, I'm here for that. And just did the money sign with his thumb and fingers. And I didn't know what he meant. And at the end, it was like, yeah, because the, the shooting day was free because it was a, at a mate's place and it was his last day. Of this, and he, apparently shooting is really expensive if you have to pay. But he was a mate of all the lads and I knew him as well, just up on his farm outside Bath. And it was like, yeah, we're doing 200 quid for the loaders today because it was free. I was like, what? It's not free then, is it? Well, no, it's free. But it's two hundred quid for the loader. I was like, but I told him I didn't want a loader. I was the only person who said I don't want a loader. I've now got to pay this guy two hundred quid, and he's like, yeah. So I had to give him two hundred quid. I'm like, this is like mental. A porter in a hotel, isn't it? And you've got a little yeah, it's bag mental. Trying yeah. to take it off you. No, mate, I'm fine. Got to Cape Town Airport yesterday, and these guys are like, "Here's your trolley, mate." I was like, "Mate, I've got it. I'm all right. I'm not a tight ass. It's just like I'm literally our suitcases have got wheels, mate. I don't need that. That's why I got one with wheels. Yeah, put it on, put it on. And you're like, no, I'm okay. Yes, put it on. And he was a nice guy. Then he held his hand out. I'm kind of like, mate, <laughs> you haven't done anything. You've just walked up to the side of our taxi. This is should a bit awkward it. now. You should have kissed it. I said, go on, here's 100 quid. Now piss off. Um, I did, but I, yeah, the whole, the whole thing is awkward. I had to text a friend at home and say, right, what do I do about tips? And it's like, right, you do not need to tip people at hotels who bring your bags to your room and stuff, but you do need to tip this person. You do need to tip this person. And right, okay. Mm. That's why I like um, Uber, because you can just yeah. decide like three weeks later when you use the app again, whether you want to leave yeah. a pound or two pound tip. And also, yeah. I don't have to go to the hairdressers anymore, which, which was always awkward. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. I never thought of that. I mean, and that's why I like eating at Nando's and also getting takeaways now, because yeah. you don't have to tip, really, unless you want to. I do like tipping. I enjoy tipping, but I'm like, I'm perfectly happy not to if the like if the service I can't imagine can't remember not doing it but it's like I feel like if it was really crap I would say you're very nice but it hasn't been very good here's not an extra 20 pounds or something I you, don't know you'd tip at the green room wouldn't you to your waitress or waiter and you tip at the locker room because you know they're, they're working all day aren't they yeah I tip at restaurants I like tipping but I'm a generous tipper but at restaurants, I find it. I don't find it awkward there because, for me, it's just it's fifteen percent now is the assumed amount I got told a while ago. So yeah. it's a bit more than ten percent, isn't it now? Yeah, well, it depends so what you have and how long it takes. You know, if I'm, not tipping, that, I'm not tipping that high if food's taken forever. No, and if you if you had a coffee and a muffin, mm. I, I don't think you need fifteen percent for that, but. This is a murky road, Tommy. It was dangerous ground, this, mate. Yeah, we, we better move on. Um, so anyway, did, you to, did you go to Robin Island? No, he didn't do that. I was going to do that with the, just the two bigger kids because a toddler mm. might not have liked that. But actually, we got, we got to the point where it's like we had so many plans. And I was like, right, kids, what do you actually want to do tomorrow? And they're like, we, we've got this lovely pool at this hotel. Can we just chill by the pool, get food by the pool, and then go back in the pool? And I'm like, yeah, actually, it's your holiday too. So let's bin off a couple of things. And then... We did that and it was great. And we went to down to the waterfront and it was great. And then we uh, went to, yeah, Boschendale, which Boschendale is this, our mate, it's just the most, it's the coolest place in the world. And it's a, what would you call it? It's a farm. It's a farm, but they've got amazing accommodation. They do their own wine, their own cheese. They've got a bakery. They've got a shop. They've got a deli. They've got a farm wow. shop, a gift shop, ref, restaurants. They've got everything. It's bloody unbelievable. And, you arrive and it's like, yeah, just leave your bags there. Just come with us. We've got a picnic ready for you. Where do you want your blanket? Here's your blanket. Here's all your chairs. Boom, boom, boom. They're just laid out. Who wants a drink? Literally just got off the plane an hour ago. Do you have to tip who wants? Who wants? No, no, you don't. I texted at that point. They're like, no, you don't tip for that. You don't tip for that. Um, and you tip at the end because you that your accommodation is like a cottage and you have a host, which is when I saw Clark, Michael Clarsons, he was like, hey, you're very, very quickly into the South African lifestyle. You like having a butler, don't you, Flatsy? you got to be careful, boy. Do you have a butler back in England? I'm like, no, no, Classy. Um, but you tip your butler, you tip your host, basically. And ours was a legend. But 
you arrive there and it's like, who wants some champagne? You're like, God, yeah, I'll have a glass of champagne. Mm. Champagne, I'll get you a cold beer when you finish the champagne. Nice one. Or do you want another? Sh- and you, who wants some food? And they bring this amazing picnic basket out to you and you just sit on the grass in the sun. And it's autumn there, but it was the coolest day was 24 and it was 30 degrees, 29 and 30 degrees the last two days in the autumn. Like, and everything's just, we, yeah, everything was just beautiful. The food, all like your little shuttles and transfers, everything's just quick and easy. Breakfast was unbelievable. Then the last two days they said, oh, we're going to have a chef come to your cottage and do breakfast at the cottage. And we were kind of like, yeah, that sounds cool, but you don't get as much choice as if you go to the restaurant. And they're like, no, no, trust me, it's brilliant. And it was, <laughs> yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. Couldn't quite, couldn't quite believe we were there, to be honest. And we had Pinching a normal swimming pool. Eh? Pinching yourself, were you? Yeah, honestly, it's unbelievable. Like, it felt like the sort of We like this to the girls. Oh, daddy's done well, hasn't he, girls? (laughs) Daddy's done okay. Peanut butter, Uh, eh? Yeah. Isn't Uh, your dad the best? (laughs) Your old dad. Um, But yeah, it was... Yeah, and then I... One thing, my geography's not very good, so I got a text off Michael Clarson's wife, and she's like, why didn't you tell us you were coming? I was like, you live in the sticks. She's like, no, we don't. We live 20 minutes from where you are. I was like, oh, shit. So anyway, Classy and uh, Skulk Brits came over, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, I arranged to meet one other mate who actually, his, he couldn't come in the end. He, last minute, he couldn't come. Um, didn't want to see me. But um, yeah, it's kind of one of those things I realise now that someone told me Matt Stevens was up north, but he wasn't. He was in Cape Town. And I'm like, oh God, I could potentially have seen Matt. And there's always all of these things. Yeah, you just can't he told see you he was up north. Sorry, man. He, he texted me and said, you're here. And I'm like, yeah, when are you in Cape Town? I was like, we've just left Cape Town. He's like, mate, I'm in Cape Town. I was like, oh, shit, sorry. Because mm. I, I got told, actually, that he was up north managing a different property. Because he used to run Boschendale. He was general manager at Boschendale oh, okay. for a few years. And it's got him written all over it, all over it. Um, and, yeah, he's doing great, apparently. The thing is, though, so. you're, you're away, aren't you? So as much as you want to catch up with people... You've also got to have a bit of downtime as well and yeah. spend time with the family. Yeah, yeah and the, the truth is, like, the kids yeah. are really happy to go Give and have fun me. at places, but what they want to do is we had a hotel with a pool in it and then we had a cottage with a pool, and that is what they want to do. So we had plans to go to this place called Babylon Store and for lunch, and we went to one vineyard, and the kids had a really good time, but they could take it or leave it, mate, because... Yep. You know, they don't drink wine and, and lunch is lunch sort of thing. So it's like Babylon store and we were desperate to go. And then it's like, actually, I said to Frey, the kids just don't want to go. Like, and she's like, yeah, you're right. It, it's it's not just about what we want to do because we've got to take three kids with us, including a, a toddler who's got, you know, very, very pale skin. She's ginger and white. Um, you know all about that. Doesn't want to sit in 30 degrees next to a golf course while daddy's drinking wine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, well, real daddy's in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, is that, exactly. Is, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. So, no, it was Just great. joking. Was great. Just joking. No, no, hopefully, hopefully that's Flatmans. a joke, yeah. Yeah. But it's, but it's, yeah, it honestly was amazing. And it's like, yeah, you just kind of went for it. And I've, I've probably said on the pod before, I'm not, I've never been a massive holidays guy. Um, yeah, you've weird been... Go down to Devon more so, weren't you? Devon, yeah, I, I, and that's that's still my favourite place to be honest. But it's like if I won the lottery, I'd just buy a bigger house in Devon probably. Um, but it's like I do I do love it down there, but because it's the hassle and like the Heathrow experience this time getting up there was just a piece of piss. Like everything was so smooth, the flights were amazing, it was perfect. And then we got back to Heathrow and we remembered when we got back from the Maldives last year and then we remembered when we got back from Tenerife last year as well to Terminal 5, it is just absolute pain in the arse getting back to Heathrow now and waiting for your luggage. We did 45 minutes today, mm. like just waiting for our luggage to come out and you're like, and we, when we got back from the Maldives, we actually just left, we left our buggy because we're like, it is now past an hour and a half. Everyone's going insane. These kids are screaming. Ba- our baby was screaming. All the kids are going mad. And I was like, do you know what? Fuck this, mate. This yeah. is, I'd rather not have a buggy. And we just left. I we had a couple left. of... It was awful. I had a couple of delays. Uh, three hours going out to uh, Dubai, which was a nightmare because I was meant to arrive at like 11. 
p.m. Yeah. And ended up um, arriving at oh. 2 p.m. And then I had to go to bed. 2 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah, 3 a.m. got to the hotel, went oh. to bed, and then up at about half eight then for the golf. And two hours then delayed on the way back because we were going to take off oh. at 1 a.m. and end up taking off at 3 a.m. But I felt so sorry for everyone at Heathrow because it was really busy when we landed at about half seven in the morning. And I was okay because I'm over 10 years old just, but I've got a... I can use the automatic passport gates. And I just looked at all these families with young kids and the yeah. queue. And if you've got young kids or toddlers, surely you've got to have a bit of sympathy for them and just let them through to the front. Because the kids have been on a nightmare flight as it is. Yeah, you know They probably haven't slept that well. They're crying, just want to get out of there. And they'll have to queue for like 45 minutes to get through. Yeah. Water control. It just breaks me a bit. And and the elderly as well. Like people should be looked after better than just be just be told to queue because they're busy. That was, had, that's my that's like, my little that's my little I agree um, with you and gripe of the day. We're coming through today, so we get off the plane nice and quick and I've got both kids are loaded up, they got their big hand luggage rucksack each. I've got Freya's got her big bag, I've got my big bag on my back, my rucksack. Um, Freya's holding a baby as well. I'm holding Freya's holder with the baby stuff in it. And I've got the fold up buggy that goes in the cabin buggy thing. I've got that in either hand and it's like, right, it's a 10, 15 minute walk to passport control. You're like, brilliant. So you're doing that, sweating my tits off and you get there and it's like families, you've got kids. Yeah, come this way, mate. And you're straight through the middle. You're like, oh, brilliant. So we got there and we just stood there for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. And you're like, mate, the, the other, where you were going to send us is completely empty. And he's like, no, families are here, mate. Families are here, sir. I'm like, mate, look at us all. This is mental. And there's a couple of people checking passports and they can't rush because it's an important job. But it's just like, yeah, they get it wrong. It got to Heathrow and it's like BA, flew with BA. They were amazing, like legends. There and back, love them, absolutely loved them. My kids loved them. Like they were so nice to everyone. And then Heathrow all right, mate. just cocks it up every time. Cocks it up every time. Um, but great holiday apart from that. Absolutely loved it. And I want to go back. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What have you been watching on... Netflix or streaming. I've I'm oh. I've done four episodes at Succession now. Oh, haven't started that yet. How is it? Season four. Brilliant. Brilliant. Loved it. I'm on a Love WhatsApp it. group with Andy Hazel and uh, he said who's watching Succession a few messages ago and loads of lads have loads of replies have come in from the lads, I think, and I can't look at the group in case it spoils it now. I've watched Beef on Netflix, that's really good. Oh yeah? Yeah. What's Ten that episodes. Um it's like a dark comedy. It's about... Um, There's a road rage thing, isn't there? Yes, it is. But it's about two yeah. different people who are very similar. And they get a bit of beef with each other. But it's really good, Flats. So you, you'll enjoy it. I'll finish okay. that. I've got, I think, three more episodes of The Mayor of Kingstown to go, which yep. 
I've loved. Um, the main. Uh, do you hear about the main actor in that? Jeremy. Can't remember his name. No. Um. Yeah, this is. It's not a joke. I'm not. It's not set up now. But he was using a snowplow and he was trying to remove snow. Got out the snowplow and didn't put the brake on it. Rolled over him, and he's been in hospital for. No. Time. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the road to recovery now because he was at oh he was God. at like a, a show in recently a movie show in recently where he had a a walking stick um, with him. But yeah, it was a proper savage. Oh incident. my God! Yeah, that sounds horrific. Oh my God, that is a life changer. Yep, but yeah. So, but it's good. I yeah, really, I'm really that. enjoying that. Um, yeah, it's good. I'm waiting for something else. The IPL's on at the moment. When I get back from work, that's great to watch. Which is cricket league in India. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> never watched it never will unless somebody wants me to pay to pay me to commentate on it in which case yeah. I will swat up and do it but it's not going to happen so I'm never going to watch it but and I've also got White Rabbit I think it's White Rabbit or Keeper Sutherland's in it something Rabbit right um, which is on okay. Paramount which apparently is really good okay White Rabbit I'm going to Google that while I'm sitting here it might not be White Rabbit because you know what I'm like with names and phrases. Yeah. I get it wrong. And I openly admit that, okay? Unless I'm having an argument with my wife. Yeah. Of. Um, I've put it in and it is it's just rabbit. Is it not? It might be rabbit, rabbit hole. Rabbit, rabbit hole. hole, that's it. Rabbit hole. I was close. I had rabbit. I like I like uh, Kiefer Sutherland. I just wonder, does he actually talk like Jack Bauer? He's always or Jack Bauer. Does he normally just, does he have a normal voice? Yeah, well, it's like Ricky Gervais, isn't it? Just plays Hugh Grant. Just play the same character, really. Yeah, Ricky Gervais did a joke once, and he's like, yeah, people come up to me, and they're like, yeah, you sound just like him. You just like him. He's like, yeah, same vocal cords, you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you sound just like David Brent. Yeah, same vocal cords, you Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. no, I got it. Got it first time. Got it first time. Got it first time. Um, it reminds me of... Um, a guy my parents used to know through work and um, he, my mates all, my mates at school called me a liar. They were like, we don't believe you. Why would you make this up? And it's not made up. And I once got, my parents had a magazine with it in, a fitness magazine with this feature in which I'll tell you about now. And they lost it. And I ended up going down a rabbit hole because yeah. one of the strength coaches who we called Gorilla at Bath Rugby Chris Cavillio, he said, mate, I'm not having that. You're, that's bullshit. I'm not having it. It's not true. But the story went that this guy my parents knew loosely, but they had his phone number, was on the front of like, let's call it health and fitness magazine or men's fitness, whatever it was. But he was like natural bodybuilder looking type, like amazing physique. He then did a parachute jump out of an airplane, obviously, and his parachute failed to open and he hit the ground from, I'm making it up now, 10,000 feet or thousands of feet. And didn't die. Mm. Right? He bounced effectively. And there was a picture of him smashed to pieces with a list of all the stuff he'd broken and ruptured and things that were hemorrhaging. I mean, horrific. Right? You read the list and you think you would rather be dead. Then, fast forward, I'm making this up again a couple of years. I can't remember the fact. Can't remember the fact. And he is back on the front of this magazine. He recovered to that extent. But one of the things that didn't recover, obviously tons of surgery and stuff, but he looked absolutely immaculate again a few years later. One of the things that didn't recover was his voice. His vocal cords were damaged or whatever, but he talked like this. He's American. So his answer phone at home, mum and dad rang him and he answered. And they're like, oh, can you just not answer? So yeah, and he's like, he's used to people saying it. So no no mobiles then. So he rang his landline in the States and we would we rang from home, from my dad's desk, and it's a dining table. And... Um, it said, go ahead, leave a message, make my day. Because that's how he talked. He talked like Clint Eastwood, for real. That's what reminded oh, me. Punk. Make my day punk. Make my day. Yeah, so go ahead, make my day. Anyway, that's it. All so right. I haven't watched anything. I've been, I didn't watch any TV. What I watch, Tommy, is as soon as Harry's Garage on YouTube, Harry Metcalf um, drops a car video or Harry's Farm or he does a farm video from his farm, I am like glued to it. They are my, or Chris Harris drops a car video. I am glued to it. That's my number, they're my number one bits of content online. I did watch car the vids. Banshees of Inner Sharon. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Yeah. What do you reckon? Mm, 
Mm. I like great acting. Great acting. Yep. But yep. didn't quite get the plot. Didn't quite... It just seemed a bit, all a bit weird, all a bit strange. Yep. I was waiting for some sort of massive crescendo at the end. Nothing really happened. I was waiting for a, re- a proper reason why. And I mean, I don't want to spoil it for people because, you know, there, there was some... I can't... The casting was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But I just thought the plot was the weakest part of it. It admittedly... It was very strange. We watched it at home and we were like, kind of loved it because of the quality of it and the quality of acting. And Brendan Gleeson is like... Your favourite. Yeah, I've, I get that. He's one of... You know, he's like... He's either my favourite or Anthony Hopkins is. I never know which one. But I love him. Absolutely love him. Mm. He's amazing. Everything he does is amazing. And The Guard, with him in it, is my favourite film of all time. But I just... We were like... Eh. Yeah, we are a bit going? like... Oh, What's happening? Yeah, just... kind of... What was that? What just happened? Made no sense. Because he did no all this sense. mad stuff and you're like, yeah. Eh. Like, mm. just didn't get it. But still enjoyed it in a weird way. Kay. I almost want it to be believable or sci-fi. Don't sit in the middle because then you, we, it finishes and you're a bit like, really? Mm. But yeah, amazing in other senses. Like, yeah, yep. it was very cool. Um, yep. But no, I haven't been watching anything except car videos. Um, and... Yeah, I now need a, I need a basically a converted white Safari Land Rover because uh, I've seen a couple in Africa. I need one now for Devon. Where are you this weekend? What are you doing? That is, Tommy, that's a great question. Um, tomorrow I'm actually going to London to have lunch with a few other people, but also George Shooter. I haven't seen oh, him like for the a roast while. Beef club. That's Friday, and Friday is okay. the roast beef. So I'm coming back tomorrow night. Back down back to Fulham Saturday for the roast beef club lunch, which is always just a monster. It's a monster event at the Hurlingham Club, and then um, it's a meg. It's just massive that everyone's there, and um, and I then know. I'll probably I'll stay up. You're not except you. Then I'll stay up Friday night, and then going to Quinn's on Saturday, um, and then going over to our mate Powley's house on Sunday for a for a holiday debrief which oh, means nice. we'll probably end up getting absolutely bloody lashed. Re- realistically, I'll have two glasses of wine maximum. Um, I'm still I'm just not, not a big. I'm just I'm not a big banned. drinker, Tom. I'm still banned. I'm just not. Yeah, still banned. I'm just not a big drinker, mate. I try my best, but I'm just. I like a drink. If I, if you had a dinner party with your Welsh mates who all wear short sleeve Lacoste shirts, and I came round to yours and wore mine, and got a few tattoos, so I fitted in with your mates, I would get bloody lashed and I drink all night. Well, I wouldn't do that but for a start, mate. We'd be going to Le Monde or Pasture for a, a, oh. a long lunch, an early lunch, and then we'd be down at Be At One and then we'd probably go to Flight Club and then we'd probably find somewhere on Mill Lane for late night beers. Yeah. I'd have to pace myself, though. Mm. Um, no, I'll be all right. Um, I'm not that bad. I'm not that much of a, a blimmin' wuss. Um, by the way, something I sent you I sent you a uh, Ninja air fryer recipe that I saw on Instagram with pork belly, pork belly spider fingers or something it was, wasn't it? Mm. And I want you to cook it for me. You cook it for me on your air yes. fryer. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I saw it. Yeah, it looked good. Um, um, well, I, I was trying to wrap up with um, what you're up to this yeah, weekend. Oh, um, no, it's fine. No, we're just what you up to. Hence the end. Uh, covering one of the. Welsh Derby fixtures. It's Judgment Day, last game of the season. Uh, I'm not sure I agree with it being the last game of the season, at Judgment Day, but I'm covering Scarlets v Dragons, which is the Principality Stadium. Nothing on that game for the URC because neither can qualify top eight or are involved in the Welsh Shield. Scarlets, not sure what team they feel because they've got European fixture. They're, are they in a quarterfinal yeah. of Challenge Cup week after? Um, Dragons just want the season to end. Uh, Sounds good. That, that is it. That is it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, it. but Scarlets have signed Yoan Lloyd. And yeah, brilliant signing. Everyone who's listening knows this already, I expect, but he is just, he is a wonderful player, mate. You He's know that. You know that as well as player. I do. He wonderful fits player, into, into their playing philosophy. Like, mm. he's the perfect fit for him. And he'd be brilliant whether he plays at 10, 12, wing 15, yeah. and. Players like that, you want to have ball. You, you know, yep. he wouldn't suit being at the Ospreys because they don't really want to play that much. You want you 
need to go to a team where they want to play with width. Um, yeah. Pace. Get you know, him the ball as often as possible. Exactly. So yeah. brilliant signing for Dwayne Pill. And biggest thing for him is he's going to be more in the limelight now. So people are going to actually see him playing in Wales. Yeah. You know, so all of a sudden then you get a bit of momentum behind you with the press, with the fans. People start talking about you. Um, and it, it does have an effect on selection in in Welsh camp, you know, because yeah, of Warren Gatlin's going to get more opportunity to to view him. So yeah, could be He's could fat. be um, could possibly in the World Cup squad. You never know, could be boy. You never could know, be boy. Might be might be a bit too late now, but oh, yeah, that's our rugby star player. Yeah, we've made it a rugby that is it. again, haven't we? <laughs> is it? Yeah, we made sure we ticked <laughs> the box for rugby. Gave it its five minutes that it truly deserves. I might um, try that beef tonight. The Which series, one? I mean. Oh, okay, series, yeah. Series. Yeah, it's good. Really good. I've actually got a field and flower box coming today. Timed it for when I got back. I had one yesterday. Holiday, I? Oh, I yeah. had one yesterday. It's so good. I've got loads of drumsticks for barbecuing. Yeah. Um, I've got uh, a little bit of fillet. I've got <sighs> some chicken breast. I've got different sausages. Oh, oh. It's, it's, it's like opening a new Apple iPhone, isn't it, when the field and flower box is oh. coming Yep. Loves it, I does. Mm-hmm. New shoe day, isn't it? Love yep. it. Yep. Um, well done, boy. Enjoy that, yeah. I'll enjoy mine. You enjoy yours. Well done, everyone. Keep going, all right? Ta-ra. Well done, lad. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.